Welcome to Binchtopia. We hope you enjoy your stay. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another Binchtopia bonus episode. Hello, and welcome back. We haven't, I feel like we haven't done a bonus app just us in a long time. Yeah. Because right? we had last month, you did the one that got us canceled. And then you did your shrooms episode. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a while. Right now we're in Eliza's new apartment. It's massive. Yeah. It's actually crazy. I feel like they're going to take back my lease because of how little I'm paying for it. <laughs> the cats are lounging. Lounging. Right now, Bug is lying on the table. Like, paint me like one of your French girls. <laughs> and Harley is trying to eat my wire. Harley? She's Enough. Good she'll behave the thing that i was thinking about is that they've never in their lives been in a space this big yeah before they were like on the street oh i think i said that in the last episode but you did but but they haven't they're also like really happy to be together and like playing together it's really cute they're like chasing each other around yeah they're in the little cat tower it's really it's really sweet we just had to walk to rite aid to get batteries and in Rite Aid, I don't know if you guys know this, they have a semi-cursed ice cream store. Yeah, it's called Thrifty. Which sounds like it's like a tire rotation service right. or something. But Eliza, how would you rate the Thrifty ice cream? So I got the mint chip Thrifty ice cream and I honestly would rate it pretty highly. I would give it like a seven or an eight. Wow. Yeah, it was really good. Thrifty haul. I ate the Rite Aid ice cream and I survived. Well, we have to give you some time first before, you, <laughs> before you're confirmed to survive. Right. But, um... What else is going on? I'm having a birthday party on Saturday because it's my birthday. This episode will be out. Yeah. Then. So wish me happy birthday on Monday, April 18th. So true. also happens to be tax day. Or like the day some people's taxes are due. But Eliza and I both filed for tax extensions because we're incompetent and couldn't get our taxes together in time. Yeah. And our queen tiny accountant did it for us. Our queen. She, she I honestly, just know she's tiny. I've never like met her in person. She probably is. I feel like she's like little. We also didn't even ask her to do that. And she was just like, I just know these You guys don't have your shit together. <laughs> in time. But oh my God, Bug is so cute. I wouldn't think I that would be like a comfortable place to sleep. They love just any elevated surface. Honestly, like any place where he can like splay flat out like harley sleeps on the wood floor all the time wow yeah it's really curious but they it's interesting because they usually sleep in my bed with me like when i lived in my studio apartment what about when you have a man over do they still sleep in the bed with you guys (laughs) um if like it takes them a while to get used to a new person in the bed um but not as much if we're like cuddling then no but if we're kind of like lying separate then they will it's like they respect they know the they know when it's not time yeah but one time redacted uh took a <laughs> took a nap in my bed like two days ago and then he woke up and bug was literally like cradled under his arm so cute wait i have a question yeah and i have a question for all people with animals like do you just lock them out of your room when you're having sex I mean, I used to have a fucking studio apartment. Yeah, like, so I could you put well, them in the closet? If they were, like, acting up, then, yeah. If they are like, trying to get on because the bed. Because what if they're, then... like, looking at you? Like, I don't... Is that, like, inappropriate to have sex with an animal in the room? Definitely. At one point in my studio apartment, I was, like, masturbating and then, like, accidentally made eye contact with Harley. And I was like, I have to put you in the closet. Like, I can't. I can't Like, I don't think here. they know what's happening, but I just, right. like... I do wonder that for people like what is the like animal cruelty law about exposing it <laughs> thinking about my roommate senior year when we had a bunny and she would just fuck men and the bunny was just like running around the room and would like hide under the bed I mean she was scared 
I mean, listen, when back in the day when we lived in the wild amongst animals, humans were fucking all the time and animals were there. And they were also fucking. And they were also fucking. So it's like, I don't think it does anything to that. Like, they don't have the social politics around sex that we do. Right. It's not like just because my one-year-old cat is watching. It's not the same as like a one-year-old child I watching know. me. Well, I get that, but I do wonder. No, I, I wonder as well. Yeah, like you would have but to. But I feel like they know sometimes. Well, cats are also different. Like a dog. A dog is oh my like God. way more trying to like get up there, I feel. <laughs> like, you know, like a dog would be like, what do you do? Like, I feel like dogs yeah. would be like, what are you doing? I do feel like cats would be like, okay, clearly something's going on and I'm going to like go in my corner. And mind my business. But dogs like... I do wonder what people do. Yeah. Let me know if you have any crazy animal sex. Well, wait. (laughs) Not like the animals. (laughs) Not like a Mr. Hands tease. Stop. Oh, God. Julie and I were watching this video earlier on Twitter. How how would you even describe it? There's a song that goes, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, It's a video where all these people are like drunk and they're like before the henny and like after the henny and then they're like fighting a bush or like passed out in someone's driveway or like being carried and it's really funny. We can't stop singing the song. What is the drunkest you have ever been? I was actually just talking about this today. There was this dude that I did not like in college. Like I thought he was really annoying. And one time we were at this bar downtown, like a bunch of people and they were giving out free shots. So I like took a bunch of shots. And then for some reason he was like, I'm going to get an Uber back to campus. Do you want to like, do you and your friend want to come? And I was like, sure. I don't want to pay for an Uber. Mm -hmm. Like, sure. So then we got in the Uber and I was like, literally like so drunk in the (laughs) oobs. And then as soon as I got out of the oobs, I threw up in the bushes. And then the next thing I knew I was making out with that man. And as soon as I came to, I was like, Oh my fucking God. Like you blacked in. Yeah. Like I blacked in and I was like leaving. And then I like (laughs) lost my phone. Oh, Hey, bug but it was that was like i was very drunk because i literally like why if i don't know if he saw me throw up why would he want to make out with me after that maybe he was either he was destroyed or he's like a predator i mean that, i think he's like a creepo but love literally the fact that i was making out with him and I, it was one of those things where i did come to and i was like <gasps> like that's not that doesn't really You're happen horrified. to me where i'm like how, how did i end up in this situation yeah that's like crazy. how did I go from throwing up in the bushes to being embroiled and making out with this man? Yeah, sometimes you just like lose track of the evening and then suddenly you find yourself in an unfortunate position. What's the drunkest you've ever been? Literally like two weeks ago when Dayton was in town. And the thing is, I blacked out in college all the time. So maybe I was like, I had gotten more drunk then, but I don't remember. Right. But I mean, other than the time that I had to like get my IV and have my reverse <laughs> blood transfusion from my terrible hangover. Yeah, the drunkest I've ever been was two weeks ago when Dayton and I, and I, we didn't even really plan on it, but here's the thing that really gets you and the thing that gets you like to the point where you're drunk beyond the point of return um, is playing the long game and like drinking a little bit, but like consistently throughout the night. So really? Dayton and I got dinner and we had a glass of wine before dinner and then we split a bottle of wine at dinner. And then while we were there, we realized that TG's was having karaoke night. And so we're like, wait, I want to go to karaoke night at TG's. Dude, it's so fun. fun. I think it's on Wednesdays. We should go. Yeah, we should go. Um, But yeah, then we went to karaoke night and drank more there. And then we went to Zebulon. No. And had like one final nightcap, which like I literally, by the time I ordered my Moscow mule at Zebulon, I was like, "Ah." You know, this is the, the worst is when the room starts spinning. No, truly. And then we were we were in the oobs, and literally the oobs is like darkest. <laughs> My time impact of in making you say oobs. <laughs> I love oobs though. But we were in the oobs, and then literally I was like, you know, when you really feel like you're gonna throw up in the car. Yeah. And then I I didn't want to do it, but I also didn't want to throw. I didn't want to 
ask him to pull over, but I didn't want to throw up in the car. But then I was just like, so that's my pride. open the window moment. <laughs> yeah, and just spray it onto passersby. Uh, but I was like, sir, can you please pull over? Because I think I'm going to throw up. And he was like, of course. And then he pulls over. And then Dayton and I both get out. It's like a scene from the, a movie or something. We're both like hinging at the hips, like right next to each other, just like vomiting off oh, the side no. of the road. Yeah. But then we got back in and then it was like fine. I was feeling a little better. But then as soon as I like got home, I was like, I'm un I'm profoundly unwell. And then Dayton's like, I know what will fix you. And I was just like so oh my god, I was like crying and like just because no. I, like, I was like, this feels so bad. Like it I'll feels never really bad when you're when you get older, you cannot tolerate that <laughs> anymore. Yeah, the at the old right, age of twenty one. But you were drinking at like probably a young like you right. your body can only take heavy like drinking five years. for so many years. Yeah. yeah. But I was just sitting in it's what Dayton calls a bird bath, which honestly is very genius. She's like, it works anytime you're sick or you're drunk or you're hungover. You like sit in the bath and you don't fill it up. You just like sit directly under the faucet and like let the water like run over you and like put your head under it and like mm. whatever you do and i was just like throwing up and in sitting the in the bathroom well no, not like down the drain but like into a receptacle or whatever right and then i just like did that enough to the point where i was fine and then dayton started going downhill so then no. i was like there on the side of the- it was just like so it was out of like a comedy show but what harley harley what is harley doing she's eating a plant that is not good for her harley right bug is just having a little scratch bug is so sweet what was try- what was Harley trying to eat? This plant that she can't eat. Why can't she eat it? It's not it's not on the scale of like crazy toxicity for cats, but they just like it makes their stomach a little upset. Oh no. What can't what what plants can you not have? There's actually a bunch that are really toxic to cats and like sometimes people luck out and have cats that don't chew on plants, but mine do. Like which ones? I don't know. I think like there is one. I know that the money tree isn't. Mm, interesting. And I like the money tree. But Bug is loving having a little scratch right now. Oh, we love him. We love him. But yeah, drunkest I ever got two weeks ago, and then I went to the Magic Castle on the worst hangover of my life. <laughs> See, that's the thing is like we were t- Eliza and I were talking about how normalized it is that you just like poison yourself and then like right. act insane and then feel horrible the next day, and everybody's like, "Love, let's do that all the time." Like it's one of the worst feelings in the world to be so inconsolably drunk it really is and like when you start getting the spins that's what we're talking about imagine having the spins on a waterbed somebody commented and was like yeah they were like oh i had a waterbed in high school um but it was terrible to sleep on when i was drunk and my mom always knew when i drank because i would sleep on the couch oh my god yeah that does sound absolutely horrific yeah it does but should we yeah let's do our should we do our reddits yeah let's do our reddits you guys loved our reddit episode last time so we're back. I'm loving scratching this cat like wow this cat loves to be scratched he's literally a dog he is a dog like i put my hand on his stomach and just like ah, and he loves it harley's more of like a roamstress like yeah. right now she's pacing she's roaming she's gonna get into some shit she has a deep inner world she does so we picked some more Reddit, Am I the Asshole, and relationship posts, and we're just going to read them because we love to have fun and you guys love to have fun. So true. Eliza's pulling out her little her little iPad to read yeah, from. This is my reveal, guys. Um, I can't say this on the non-paywalled episodes because it brings me shame, but uh, I have an iPad mini. And I got oh, an mini, iPad mini. mini, mini. It's and so it's cute. technically for work purposes so I can write it off on my taxes. We're obsessed with... I Remember when you found out about that and you thought that right writing it off meant you didn't have to pay for it <laughs> i didn't think that i just thought that it like okay maybe i think <laughs> um okay let me read the first one okay what's the title of this one well this is an r slash relationships okay 
I, 24 male, am shorter than my girlfriend, 22 female, when she wears heels and she refuses to wear anything but heels. <laughs> All right, so this is going to sound super petty, but I think it looks weird when a girl is taller than the guy she's with. Normally, it's never been a problem for me. Right. I'm 5'10", and the girls I've dated always happen to be around 5'3 to 5'6". This girl I'm dating now, though, is 5'8". It wasn't a problem when we first met because she was wearing flats and I was wearing boots. So I didn't even think about it. <laughs> the, now, boots. <laughs> the boots. He's in a place of boots. Now that we're dating, she constantly wants to wear heels anytime we go anywhere. Now she's towering over me <laughs> and I hate it. When we first went out, I didn't want to start off on the wrong foot. So I didn't... On the wrong foot. Sorry. <laughs> so I didn't say anything except for just, wow, you're tall. Alrighty then. And now Whoa. it's been two months and she's still doing it. I've spoken to her about it, saying that I hate how it makes us look, and she keeps saying it's fine, and that I'm being stupid for thinking it looks bad. What do? That's how he ended it? Yeah, just what do? What do? I think you should get over it, King. Yeah, literally. I mean, I personally don't like wearing heels because they're very uncomfortable, and like I, my feet can't stand it, so I wouldn't wear heels that much. But if a girly loves to wear heels, you should admire her beautiful heels. Right, exactly. And like, what a weird passive aggressive. Like, it's clearly just an insecurity problem. Yeah, absolutely. Like, what do you mean it looks weird when a girl is taller than the man? Like, where's that coming from? Maybe you should put on your boots again. <laughs> Maybe you should get what are those things you like heel inserts or yeah. something? Yeah, you should get those if you're so insecure, King. For real. But like, if she's five eight and wearing heels like the maximum height of heels that she's probably gonna wear what like four inches no you can have six inch heels oh jesus christ but but then I she'd only like, be four inches taller than him that's like not that much i feel like he's not five ten yeah. i'm gonna be honest it's never been a problem for me when i exclusively date dwarf women <laughs> <laughs> when i date tiny juvenile women i don't have that problem yeah back when i dated little girls it was never a problem for me Stop um okay should i read the next one yeah yeah okay am i the asshole for trying to call my boyfriend by his name hmm. so my 22 male boyfriend 22 oh they're both men okay so uh, they're both 22 males he's dutch i've known him for about a year and we've been dating for about six months so the point of this story is that my boyfriend goes by a very stereotypical male american name think james or charlie or something for the purposes of this story let's call him charlie i've never known him as anything else but i did know that his legal birth name is a very dutch name but apparently in middle school he chose to start going by an american name he claims he hates his legal dutch name which was fine with me i didn't care a lot i like the name charlie fine the other day though he told me he was going to a family gathering and i asked if i was coming he seemed a little hesitant but finally agreed admitting that his siblings were also bringing their partners so we went he is a big family but i was looking forward to meeting them all for the first time as soon as we step in his grandmother i think greets him with a big hug and calls him by his dutch name let's say it was machis it's spelled sorry run that back it's spelled matt h-i-j-s how would you pronounce that matt h-i-j-s yeah matches matches <laughs> and i didn't realize that this was his name at first until he kind of gave me a sideways look about it and blushed then i realized i didn't say anything about it there but i was really confused i really like the name even <laughs> even more so than charlie it may just be because he's my boyfriend but i felt it was such a pretty name and it fit him so well 
When we got back, I asked him in passing why he chose not to tell me his name. He was a little cagey about it before and why he didn't go by Marquis, but he said he didn't like it. He seemed a little annoyed, so I chose to drop it. The next morning, though, I greeted him calling him Marquis, just, <laughs> just to test it out. And I really, really liked it. I liked calling him that, but he kind of just stopped and looked at me and then asked me to stop calling him that. He told me his name was Charlie. We got into a little argument there where I was telling him Marquis was a pretty name and that it fit him well and that he should go by it again and he just kept repeating that he was Charlie and to drop it. Finally, he just grabbed his coat and left. I didn't mean to upset him, really. I just wanted to let him know that even though he hates his name, I don't. So am I the asshole? Um, I wouldn't say this person is like expressly the asshole, but it's like if somebody chooses a different name than their birth name, but also Hilario. <laughs> what just happened? You were possessed by the spirit of Hilario. Hilaria wishes this was her problem. I know for like real. having like a traditional name. I mean, I get like I wouldn't call him by that if his family didn't, but if his family calls him that, I kind of get being like, I really like your name. It's Harley's like mixing <laughs> drinks in the kitchen. <laughs> no, I get, and I think the intention there is like very sweet and very kind. But ultimately, I think if somebody wants to like, if they're going by a different right. name, it's obviously because they're like not as comfortable with the name that they were given. And like, yeah, that might be sad for a couple of reasons. One of which is that it's like where he's from and like his heritage and stuff. But it's also like not your decision to decide what somebody else is called. Right. And like ultimately, it is disrespectful to call somebody by a name that they don't want to be called. Right. Let's see how it's pronounced. Mateish. Mataish. Mataish. I wasn't that far off, honestly. Yeah. That's pretty. I don't really think he's the asshole, but I get why his boyfriend would be upset, but also like I don't know. Well, there's a difference between being like, hey, I understand you don't want to go by this, but I think it's a beautiful name and like you should go by it again and I like it. And I'm gonna call Yeah. I agree. That's not nice. It's not nice to like forcibly call someone by that name if they don't like it. Right. Okay. Okay, next one. Am I the asshole for getting up and leaving a local gaming tournament after my boyfriend's friends harassed me? So I, 21-year-old female, have been dating my boyfriend, 20-year-old male, for three years. We got accepted into the same college and both of us tried out for our university's Valorant team this last school year. What is Valorant? Is that the gaming thing? I don't know. Okay, moving on. I got in, he didn't. This has caused a huge issue in our relationship, but I thought we worked through it. Well, there's a local gaming tournament for Val. Okay, I guess it is. And my boyfriend begged me to play first place prize was $1,200. Now I've been radiant before. It's the highest rank you can be in the game. Right now I'm sitting a tier below that. My boyfriend's friends were going to join us and are all a little lower rank than me. Well, we got into our bracket today and I carried the hell out of them for four matches, like 30 plus kills each game, but we lost our fifth one. They started making passive aggressive comments at me and I just choked. Well, sixth game comes around and they start making really sexist comments like, damn, girls really don't belong in games, huh? Or did your boyfriend carry you? You are trash. Get back to the kitchen like a good girl. I thought my boyfriend would be mad, but he was just laughing with them. Halfway through our game, one of the boys said, Jesus, remind me to never ask a girl to play with us again. This is literally me playing Mario Kart. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. Like, I'm so bad at Mario Kart. I always come in 12. I'm pretty sensitive to that type of stuff. (laughs) To blatant, like, insults and degradation. Yeah, I'm kind of sensitive to people calling me a bitch who should go back to the kitchen. Literally. And started crying. My boyfriend asked me to stop crying. It was just gamer banter and to just play the game. I told him he could go fuck himself, and I stood up and walked out the gaming cafe. It's 12 a.m. The gaming cafe. Does that exist? (laughs) I guess. It's 12 a.m. now and my best friend just sent me tweets from a bunch of them and their friends saying shitty things about me and how unprofessional I am. 
It's gaming. It's gaming kings. My boyfriend won't even speak to me. He <gasps> texted me that I embarrassed him. A lot of my online gaming friends are telling me to just apologize and own up to my fault for making them forfeit. My gaming team at my university is telling me to break up with him and focus on their tournaments and to forget about him. Your boyfriend's a piece of shit. Yeah, it's, literally, it's he's not. A piece of when shit. people think that things are that deep, when they're truly not that deep, like you're not doing a life-saving surgery. Like you're truly. playing a video game. Like I'm sorry that as a man, you don't feel that you're allowed to be emotionally invested in anything except for like sports and gaming. However, it's not my fucking problem. Yeah, but I do get that. Like men can be very competitive about stuff like that. Like even though like my boyfriend and his friends are not like that at all. Like one time we went bowling and they were all really good at bowling, and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, Luke is uh, calling you a stupid bitch for coming in like yeah. fourth place in Mario no, Kart. No, he was like, "You're so good at Mario Kart, Julia." I'm like, <laughs> "I'm consistently coming in twelfth king." Like, I don't think I am, but like, I get that, and like, it's already an uncomfortable environment if like men are like you know in the room and there's a ton of men and you're the only woman. So like, I get that you would already be uncomfortable, and like that can also impact your performance yeah. as well. Like, let me say this: I learned in my social psychology class that if you're around other people um so if you're being watched by other people and you're doing a simple task that's like very easy to do you'll do it like really well but if you're doing a complicated task in front of other people mm. like you're just gonna fuck it up way more yeah so it's like the pressure of that many people looking at you and then increasingly getting mad at you is like gonna make you perform worse thinking about surgery galleries right now <laughs> <laughs> wait what you know how like people could like sit and watch surgeries oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Literally, like just whoever's like on the table it's like you. statistically you have a lower chance of survival because there are people everybody's watching you, watching you. right yeah you, that man is an asshole and you should break up with him queen true true okay let's find the next one this is an insane title am i the asshole for refusing to pay my friend after indirectly killing her dog <laughs> whoa <laughs> A couple of weeks ago, my friend Bella, 19 female, asked me to come over and help set up for a St. Patrick's Day party she was throwing. I agreed, showed up to her house on time, laden with party supplies, ready to get some decorating done. As soon as I show up, I meet her little Pomeranian named Ketchup, throw my purse and coat on the couch, and we head into the basement to set up. It's important to note that before I came over, I stopped by CVS to buy some X-Lax, the chocolate laxative. No. I'm sure you can see where this is going, but after a couple of hours in the basement, we come back upstairs to find absolute chaos. My purse is in shreds on the floor there's packaging everywhere and most importantly ketchup is face down on the <laughs> sorry <that's... laughs> it's not funny face. i would be face. ketchup is face, face. down rest in peace ketchup i'm so sorry this tiny dog had somehow climbed up to the top of the couch and gotten into my purse and the x lax bella absolutely loses it predictably and starts yelling about how her dog has a severe allergy to chocolate don't all dogs yeah how could I be so stupid to leave somewhere the dog could reach it, etc.? We're both freaking out. I'm crying. She's crying. I'm absolutely gibbering. <laughs> I don't know what that means. As I try to apologize to her, she takes ketchup to the vet. And long story short, ketchup is unfortunately not with us anymore. <laughs> and the X-Lax is most likely the culprit. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think bella reached out to me a few days ago told me that she was getting a new dog and said i should pay for it since it's uh, my fault that she needs a new one what? wait why is she talking about it like it's like a remote control or something right i thought that uh, that was fair and agreed until she told me a new purebred pomeranian would be around two thousand dollars jesus christ i'm a college student 
I'm in debt and all my income comes from my job as a barista. There's absolutely no way I can afford to get this girl a new dog. I told her I was very sorry, but I didn't have that kind of money and offered to contribute $200 towards the fee for the new dog or pay for vaccination supplies, etc. But she insisted that I had to pay in full as that was the only way I could make it up to her. I told her that $200 was the most I could afford and that she could either take it or leave it, but there was absolutely no way I could come up with 2 k in time for the adoption. She left me on red after that, but apparently I has been going around telling mutual friends that I'm heartless and killed her dog on purpose. I feel terrible about what happened to Ketchup. Obviously. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a really funny name. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think that I should be on the hook for 2K for it, seeing as how it was a complete accident. There's no way I could have known this tiny four-pound dog had the athletic abilities of an Olympian, and I had no <laughs> idea Ketchup had such an allergy. Bella and I only became friends recently, and while I knew she had a dog, I had never met him prior to the incident, nor was the allergy mentioned. All my friends are basically spit, split 50-50 on whether I'm the asshole or not. So I decided to come here for a verdict. Am I the asshole for refusing to pay for her new dog? <laughs> no, you are not the asshole. If she insists on buying a brand new purebred Pomeranian, she like, probably... Like, damn, bitch, are you not even grieving she, ketchup? She literally probably thought, like, ketchup was in her flop era <laughs> yeah, and, like, orchestrated the whole murder. See, see Honestly, that's, like, a very unfortunate thing to happen. No, it sucks. But, like, I do feel like it's your job as a dog owner to put your to make sure that your dog doesn't have access to things like that well, like it's just like also like how like nobody in the situation could have predicted ketchup's death like <laughs> the, the stuff was like in her purse you i'm know just what imagining I mean? like, like coming upstairs after decorating and ketchup's like <laughs> face down on the, <laughs> like the room's in shambles and ketchup's just spread out stop i mean there's people like listening to this and crying and telling us we're horrible people right now no i get it it's 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 a really fucked up situation and that would be so awkward and i would feel so bad but it really feels like this is like an accident and like right you like you can't stop it bug you can't ask somebody to pay two thousand dollars for your purebred dog like i understand like can you pay for like the vet bill but yeah. also like but also it's not, really not I, your fault i honestly don't understand that it's it's not like she left out like a bar of chocolate like in the living room and she, she like, was like ketchup <laughs> <laughs> she like bought something for herself and left it like fully in her purse also Who knew ketchup would be like a fucking like I, jailbreak artist i'm just, just also into thinking things. about this like if ketchup took the chocolate but it was a laxative then wouldn't it just not hit like that because you would just shit it right out. I mean, dogs are probably also not supposed to take human, human laxatives. <laughs> all I can think about picturing is- like ketchup is face down. There's shit, shit all over the walls. <laughs> the, the purse is like ripped to shreds. Yeah. Also, you didn't even know that like she had a dog. Like, I'm sorry, but like. It, it, it sucks for both people if if she hadn't asked you to like pay 2k and then been right. like you're you killed my dog on purpose i would say nobody's the asshole here but at this point she's the asshole yeah and if she just... can afford a 2k dog and she wants to buy a new dog immediately after ketchup's passing <laughs> right right yeah like, well damn. this is also something that people do all the time with like unexplainable tragedies is just like or tragedies in which there's no one to blame is they have to find somebody to blame because it right. doesn't like make sense otherwise but like two thousand dollars is not going to bring ketchup back so you ketchup would not have wanted second that dog ketchup mustard mustard <laughs> <laughs> i'm just thinking about how my brother had a little um plastic toy cow named ketchup because he the only thing my brother would eat when he was little was chicken nuggets mm -hmm. and so he would keep the little it was like a lincoln logs cow and he would keep it like on his little high chair with him mm -hmm. and the cow would always end up getting dipped in ketchup because 
there were chicken nuggets on the plate too so that was ketchup the cow i love ketchup the cow i love ketchup the cow rest in peace to ketchup the dog i have another animal related one okay read it me 34 female with my boyfriend 41 male of two years got mad at me because i took my cat 16 male (laughs) to a park for the cat's birthday am i really a crazy cat lady i've had my cat since he was six months old he was a quote unadoptable rescue he had so-called unsurvivable pneumonia and when healthy was nothing but fear aggression so i was basically cat hospice (laughs) well he lived and he (laughs) loved (laughs) and he loved loved. not only did he live and he loved he loved and he loved period can you read this instead i literally can't i can't okay 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 Okay. for a week and a half we bought him food and water we gave him his pain meds we set him in the litter and held him up we oh they, they put okay they held him up we lifted him onto and off the bed it was basically a cat nursing home up in here just when we thought he would never get up again he did exactly that then he walked a few steps then it was cat physical therapy making him go a little further every day getting his strength back up a month later aside from sitting over on one hip when he sits you would never know he had ever been hurt for a 16th i let's <laughs> For 16th, I loaded him into the car, which he doesn't mind at all, and took him to a park by the lake. He spent a couple hours watching ducks and warming his old bones in the sun. My boyfriend was indignant. How the cat doesn't even know it's his birthday. (laughs) What a waste of time. Who does that? Et cetera, et cetera. No, he doesn't know it's his birthday, but he knows he's doing something he enjoys. He knows he feels better than he had been. He knows those things. Now it's three months later, and my boyfriend is still on about cat birthday outings. I don't get it. He helped care for him when he was injured and did probably more than I did because I worked 10 hour shifts. So I guess staying home to care for an injured cat isn't crazy cat person, but taking the cat to a park is. I mean, there's whole parks devoted to dogs where dogs can see their dog friends. So what's weird about taking a cat out for one afternoon? He's really starting to make me feel like shit about it. Do you think do you think he's the asshole? Do you think she's the asshole? I mean, I don't know why he would get I mean, the cat doesn't know it's his birthday, to be fair, but no (laughs) animal ever does. I think what's happening is the boyfriend is taking out his anger of having to, like, care for the senile cat while the the (laughs) woman works 10 hours a day. I would be mad. I would be mad if I, like... If you guys didn't adopt the cat, like, you adopted the cat in the first place knowing it was going to be a lot of work. Right, and then you go to work for 10 hours and he has to lift the cat in and out of the litter box Yeah, he's probably like, I want you to take me to the park to see the ducks. Like, I'm the one who deserves that. He is wishing death upon this cat. Okay, this one is, am I the asshole for telling my husband his name suggestion for our unborn baby is idiotic at best? So I saw this one on BuzzFeed because it apparently went really viral. Mm -hmm. So... Hello all, this has caused quite a stir on both sides of the family and my niece suggested I post this here so as to garner unbiased opinions. Unfortunately, as it it is relevant to the story, I will have to keep much personal information uncensored in the story. As such, this is a throwaway account. My 35 female husband 37 male and i are pregnant with our first child we are overjoyed as we have struggled with perceived infertility and miscarriages for the last decade we want the gender to be a surprise but may have to find out to settle this i'm currently at the tail end of my second trimester now my husband absolutely idolized his grandpa who unfortunately passed away last week my husband is devastated especially about the notion that his children will never meet their great grandpa who their father adored so much as such my husband has suggested that we name the baby after grandpa theodore if it's a boy theodora if it's a girl either way we will call them teddy or theo thea respectively it's not that i mind the name the issue is that our last name is boundy b-o-u-n-d-e pronounced bundy 
I asked my husband, do you really see no issue in naming our kid Teddy Bundy? You don't think that would raise any questions? He says, no, he's just honoring his grandpa. I told him he needs to think about how we will be perceived, how our child will be treated, and the implications that that name inherently carries. I literally had to spell out why that would be a horrible idea, and he still thinks I just hate his grandpa. I told him, no, grandpa was named in 1930 when the name Teddy Bundy wouldn't have been a problem. However, since certain events in the 70s and 80s, there's no feasible way we can give this name to our kid and not cause issues. He kept pushing and pushing until I blew up and told him to stop with the idiotic suggestion. And that's what it is. Idiotic at best, sociopathic at worst. He got extremely upset and told his family and my parents who are divided. His family is obviously on his side and want to honor grandpa via naming the baby after him. My parents are torn, but on my side, as they understand the social pariah we would make our <laughs> child by giving them such a similar name to the person who did such abhorrent and downright evil things to so many women. I mean, personally, I don't think anyone is just going to assume that we are honoring a past loved one. They're just going to think of Ted Bundy. Am I the asshole? Oh my God, you are so not the asshole in like the most obvious way in the world. I'm sorry, but you cannot name your kid Ted Bundy. Like if anything, <laughs> give him your last name and then name right. him Ted. Yeah. That actually seems like a really good solution. Yeah, or do it as a middle name and then it can kind of just be like hidden in the name. David Theo Bundy. Yeah. I guess, but Theo Bundy isn't as bad Theo as Ted Bundy. <laughs> Why couldn't they call him or Theo? Teddy. Like Teddy Bundy is like somehow like more insidious. Yeah, it's like somehow even worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can't name him that. Yeah, you simply can't. Slosh it down as a middle name. I just, like, maybe her husband is just blinded by his love for his great-grandfather, but, like, how could you not understand in any capacity how that would be bad for your child? Yeah, like, you gotta think about your child. Like, they're gonna have to go to middle school. They're gonna have to go to middle school, and their name is gonna be... Imagine your son has a girlfriend, and he has to come home... And his girlfriend has to come home and say, I'm dating a really nice guy named Ted Bundy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Her dad's going to like pull up with a shotgun. Yeah. You can't name your kid Ted Bundy. You're not the asshole. I I mean, maybe you shouldn't have blown up at him and you could have been more like, I understand how much you love your grandpa, but we can't do that to our child. But yeah, I think the way to talk about this would just be really focus on the child's experience. <laughs> really focus on maybe maybe watch a documentary about Ted Bundy together. Right. Just be like, just a refresher. Just a refresher. This is what has happened. Or I really think that's a good solution to take your last name. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that's great. Then you can do both. Yeah. Sounds both. good. Solution made right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hope you figured it out, Queen. There's not a tiny Ted Bundy walking around right now. <laughs> Okay, this one is called, I left my laptop open and my sister replaced everything in my hobbies and passion section on my resume with just garlic bread. I unknowingly sent it out to about 20 to 30 businesses and now I have no idea what to do about it. Yes, Reddit, I know how hilarious this sounds and I promise you this is not a joke as I'm genuinely freaking out right now. I'm soon finishing up secondary school, high school, and I'm looking for my very first job for the summer. So when I was filling out my resume, I didn't have a lot of experience to mention, so I decided to do a hobbies and passion section, taking advice from others. I left my laptop out on the kitchen table today while I went to the shop to get some tea, and my gobshit of a sister thought it would be the joke of the century to delete my hobbies and passion section and replace everything with a single bullet point saying garlic bread. Now, I had closed the Word document, saving it before leaving. She opened it, changed it without telling me, and saved it and closed it before I came back. She knows bloody well that I'm looking for jobs at the moment, and she knew I'd spent this afternoon working on my resume. I came home with the tea anyway, and since I was happy with my resume, 
I didn't bother to recheck it. I had no idea somebody would change it to garlic bread while I was gone. I sent it to multiple job applications from an online hiring <laughs> site, which had places hiring in my town. I'd say I sent this garlic <laughs> bread resume to about 20 to 30 institutions in total. King, I'm so sorry. You should have checked it before you sent it. <laughs> you got to do that. It was only after I sent them that I decided to recheck my resume when I noticed the horrific alteration. I am absolutely mortified. I immediately confronted my sister about it, getting a strong sixth sense that she was most likely the culprit, and she thought it was fucking hilarious. She literally laughed until she cried while I was standing there nearly crying from stress and mortification. My sister has always been a joker and she always gets away with bloody murder, but this was so serious. I'm sick of her pulling off this shite to everyone around her. I should have read this in a British accent. Thinking it's funny or cool or something. It was only when I explained to her the full seriousness of the situation that I'd sent it to 20 to 30 places that she copped on and apologized. Technically, it is true that garlic bread is a passion of mine simply because it's delicious, but obviously it is not resume worthy. <laughs> the businesses probably think I'm taking the piss and it's extremely unprofessional. I'm so annoyed that this is my first impression in the working world. I'm not even hired and I fucked up already. Should I resend them my application with my resume fixed? Should I move on and forget about the places I applied and quickly apply to new businesses with a rectified resume? Should I just fucking move town at this point since <laughs> I've clearly made a fool of myself already? Also, how do I talk to my parents or sister about her stupid, spoiled, bratty behavior? Oh my god i mean i would always check a resume before sending it to 20 to 30 places to be honest <laughs> yeah. but that is a really asshole thing to do yeah of your sister to be fair it could have been worse could have been worse garlic bread is not as bad as you know other Ted things bundy, Ted bundy. <laughs> somebody uh commented on it and said i once emailed my resume out to a dozen or so companies completely forgetting that my email client on that computer added a signature line that read my name artist designer and corporate slave will work for spankings i got interviews and eventually a job you'll be fine i mean i feel like you probably will be fine yeah. like it's not like you said something racist like but it's it just is, garlic bread but it is hard that like because she has no work experience she wanted to put like hobbies and whatever and it just says garlic bread like that doesn't bode well for her no that doesn't bode well unfortunately all right, should I read the next one? Yeah. This one is really sending me. Am I the asshole for throwing out my friend's body count board? <laughs> I live in an apartment at uni with three of my friends. We get along just fine in every aspect, except for one dude who does this absolutely disgusting thing. Friend thinks it's funny or cool. Honestly, I don't know. To pin his used condoms on a bulletin board to show off all the times he's fucked. I've asked him a million times to take it down or put it in his own damn room, but he leaves it up in the main living area for everyone to see. In his defense, he washes the condoms, cleans, and dries them. <laughs> the bulletin board itself is really big and really expensive. He's designed it with Supreme stickers. I can't. And a bunch of other things on it, too. There are six condoms in total on the board. Damn, he hasn't even fucked that much. <laughs> He doesn't seem to understand that I don't fucking care if he washes them or not. It's an eyesore and it's disgusting to leave up for everyone to see. Yesterday, a girl I've been talking to asked to come study with me at my place and watch a movie afterward. I was super duper fucking excited because this shit never happens for me. So before I left to classes, I made sure to hide the bulletin board and clean the place up. Later that night, she came over and she wandered around looking at our dorm while I went to wash my hands. When I came back, the fucking bulletin board was back on the wall and she was staring at it. She looked really uncomfortable and she asked me what it was. I got so nervous and choked up. I turned bright red and explained what it was to her. The rest of the night was awkward and she didn't even stay to watch a movie. I took the bulletin board down after she left, smashed it into small pieces and threw it in the dumpster behind our building. My roommate asked me where the board was today and I told him exactly what I did with it. I do feel bad for reacting that way, but I was angry and the body count was bound to be thrown out one way or another am i the asshole oh my god first of all that is the most 
unhinged thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. That's actually the most unhinged thing I've ever heard like, of. I, either he like breastfed for too long or not long enough. Is <laughs> There's my something theory. wrong with that man. There's He's something like, wrong. Dude, I washed them and dried them out. Like that's somehow worse. That's like, actually somehow it's, worse. Because it's like classic like fratty behavior, I guess, to like keep around your use. I don't know. Maybe it's not classic. I don't think it is. It's not classic, I think but, you throw them away. But to be deliberate in your like washing and cleaning and drying and hanging and displaying a body count board where you have homoeroticism to use the me thinks yeah that's insane me thinks i feel bad for him he got like i if i was that girl i would also never come back oh my I god stay no. and watch a movie and especially if he got like flustered and tried to like make like tell her what was going on i would definitely think it was his yeah i would definitely think it was his too king mm. i'm sorry i'm sorry king i'm sorry somebody said not the asshole he didn't at all respect your shared living space i can't believe i even have to say this but you don't display your used condoms on a pegboard in a shared room it's not decor <laughs> it is not decor it's really not decor He's so right <laughs> okay this one says i 26 female opened my husband's 32 male snapchat and it was a very explicit picture and a caption from a girl well the title kind of says it all throw away because my husband is active on reddit he's probably on it now here goes. I've been with my husband for five years, married for one and a half. I've never once doubted his fidelity. He's great. Super smart, funny, handsome, and I thought loyal. He's never given me reason to doubt him or be suspicious. I thought it was kind of odd when he downloaded Snapchat. He's not big on social media. I have one, but I'm not very active. We rarely snap each other. He said his friends were really active and he liked it better than Facebook. So as I've said, I've never had any reason not to trust him. So I thought nothing of it. This morning, my husband was in the shower and left his phone on my nightstand. I was half asleep when his phone started chirping and woke me up. We both have the same phone and ringtone for text messages. Not knowing that he had put his phone on my nightstand for whatever reason, I thought it was my phone in my half-asleep state. Despite his black phone case, mine is green, I didn't even notice, and I looked at who had texted. It said mom. Okay, my mom texted me. I can ignore that until I'm actually awake. But under that was a Snapchat notification. A snap from someone named Roxy. I was like, who the fuck is Roxy and why is she Snapchatting me? I opened it and bam, it's a picture of a pussy and not the meowing kind with four legs and a tail. The caption said, I want your tongue inside me again. Who sends a full on vagine pic? <laughs> like that's an insane thing to do. Now, I immediately thought it was a mistake, but I was alert now after being awoken by a vulva. I pretty quickly realized that this was my husband's phone. I felt like I was going to crap the bed and started to sweat. I looked at his contacts on Snapchat and she has a yellow heart next to her name. I looked up what the fuck that means and it means they are, quote, best friends. What the fuck? That means that they Snapchat each other more than they Snapchat any other person. I feel like I'm going to be sick. I didn't do any other snooping because honestly, I know what I'll find. I just don't understand how he could do this. We're happy. I thought we were happy. We have sex at least four times a week. That's a lot of times a week. Here's the real kicker, Reddit. I'm almost 12 weeks pregnant with our first <gasps> child. He's sitting in the recliner about 20 feet from me, and I just can't find the words to confront him. How do I say what I need to say? There is no way I am somehow overreacting or misreading the situation, is there? I'm heartbroken and don't know what to do. Can you still get an abortion at 12 weeks pregnant? <laughs> yeah, you can. You can. But, but then you have to talk. If you have it, you have to talk to that man for the rest of your life. That's so, it's like, there's not really, this is just in relationships, it's obviously not an am I the asshole. <laughs> am I the asshole for being pregnant and in love with my cheating dirtbag husband? Damn, that is so fucked up. Do you think that like, when people have cheating husbands, like, do you think they're choosing to ignore stuff? Or do you think people are really blindsided Right, by like it? her saying like, I would have never thought, like, I 
but also it is confusing if like you have a really healthy sex life and you know you feel desired by him and loved and like right. if you really didn't think also who would send a picture of their pussy who has time girls to don't cheat? do that right if you're fucking your wife four times a week who has time to cheat well that but also i'm really just blown away by the fact that somebody would send a pussy pic you've never heard of that or done that not i've never sent a like just a pic of my vagina i feel like that's like a it's like a dick pic thing that men do yeah i don't want to send my genitalia to somebody like just my genitalia right like nothing else (laughs) that's like i feel like that's not a i wouldn't want to see a dick pic so i wouldn't send a vagine pic that's fair especially on snapchat to like a random man it's also so embarrassing that he's 32 years old and using snapchat i think anybody over 19 years old using snapchat is like an embarrassment yeah i, th- I just think like, nobody should use snapchat it's at crazy all. i don't what was the presence of snapchat like for you i used snapchat like when i was in high school and then i stopped using it when i was in college but when you used it like did you just send pictures of your face back and forth with nothing on it or would you yeah well, it's I in the streaks <laughs> no i was i was too old for that i never yeah. did it when streaks was a thing because i think streaks was invented right when i like stopped using it yeah but i would send like you know just pictures or whatever with like a little line of text or like bored like whatever right. it's so weird because now it's evolved to literally just sending pictures back and forth like for no reason That's so weird like you don't even do text or anything like i have friends who still use it and it's like crazy to me that you just like take a picture of your face and send it and you just go back and forth the whole day Okay, here's my last one. Would I be the asshole if I asked my new boyfriend not to wear his mother's ashes around his neck during sex? (laughs) (laughs) New relationship. Two weeks in. All the cuddles and long phone calls and romance one can enjoy. We had sex for the first time last night and I kept being distracted by the small vial hanging from his neck containing his cremated mother's ashes. I don't like it, but he told me he always wears it. I don't know if I should bring it up or not. Would I be the asshole if I asked him to take it off occasionally, including during sex? update i brought it up last night he listened he's a good listener i told him that i'm not asking him to do or change anything that's the last thing i want is to cause him pain or discomfort and that i just want to communicate how i feel he sort of rolled his eyes he did not respond it made me really nervous but then as we made out he tucked it inside his shirt because he noticed that i got distracted when i accidentally bumped it it was not a fun topic but we got through it by the way we're three weeks into the relationship now wish me luck that is what i i think i would like my man to put away the ashes i I would not yeah i think that would not be that's like it's just it's a little weird it's It's like your mom is watching you having sex all the time she sees you when you're sleeping also like is that something people do keep it in a like around a necklace when the cats die i will like carry their urns with me (laughs) dead ass i will be unstoppable (laughs) yeah i would be uncomfortable with that i'm not gonna lie yeah but it's it's hard it's hard and like that's an awkward conversation to have but it's like why would you want to have that around your neck while you were having sex yeah that's fair i love that they're like two weeks into the relationship that's kind <laughs> Wish of a me tough luck. issue to like right to be like oh can you like bend your the your like memorial that you have to your mother around my wishes as your two-week girlfriend but do you think she's the asshole no i don't think there's any assholes in this situation it's just kind but of it's odd. just like for women especially like having sex you like really have to concentrate julie and i were literally just we talking, were about, just this talking today. about this um also let me know if anybody with a vagina agrees with this, but I was saying that I feel like trying to have an orgasm with a vagina is like taking a walk through the woods. 
and you're just like walking and then like every once in a while you'll see like something sparkly in the corner and you're like let me go get it and then like you run and then it's like a butterfly and it flies away from you and you're like fuck i know that was what i was saying and then sometimes you're just walking through the forest and you don't see any butterflies and you're just actually going in a circle and you're like (laughs) okay at this point i think i am gonna cut the walk short because i'm not seeing shit yeah exactly yeah that's that is the struggle yeah that would be a little distracting it's like i'm sure some people have like pictures of their family up on the wall or something and it's like can right you put that down can you put that away put the frame down put the frame down okay i have another one <clears throat> my wife 28 female and i 30 male are rowing about my brother-in-law's gift a painting of us in medieval costume <laughs> so my brother-in-law is a decent amateur artist but nothing great this christmas short of money i imagine he is a phd student he decided to paint us as a surprise gift the painting is of my wife and i dressed as a medieval knight and lady i've been told that it is because my wife likes the ballad of tamalin and i am a fan of the pre-raphaelites whatever both those things are true but i can't see their influence in it (laughs) so firstly while it does look like me and is flattering it doesn't look like my wife at all which she admits to an extent it looks like a much older woman Secondly, the people are a bit out of proportion. (laughs) I need to see an image of this. It looks like the kind of thing incredibly self-possessed people in films might have. It is laughable to think someone might have a portrait of themselves on the wall dressed as a knight or a lady. I'm not into the whole fantasy thing either. I'm absolutely certain that people will laugh at it and then at us for it. On seeing it, my initial reaction was that he was trolling us and that no one in their right mind could believe we would want such a thing. He has been to our house and he knows that we are very choosy with our art, which is original by professionals and nothing like what he has given us. Apparently, my wife thinks we should actually display it, but the mere sight of it makes me cringe. It is totally hateful to me. (laughs) So my wife is angry at my reaction because he has put a lot of work into it, which I won't deny. She wants an apology for being unpleasant. Need to clarify, he wasn't there when I first saw it. She brought it home. I feel like if I back down, I will have the damn thing on my wall and I can't tolerate it being anywhere in view. I know it is unreasonable to actually ask to throw it away, but I hard veto people being able to see it. Also, my reaction was honest. I do hate it. I'm willing to accept that he didn't do it deliberately, but I struggle to think of a gift I could have received I would hate less. Oh my god. Basically, I feel it will make us the butt of the joke and I don't want that to happen in my own house. Thoughts? I would hate that. (laughs) I would say if she has her own personal office, she can display it in there. Otherwise, like, I do think if you live together and you and one person absolutely despises a piece of art, then like you can't really hang it. Right. Yeah. It's like in a shared home. Also, he's not good at it. Like that's (laughs) I feel like you can't paint a portrait of people before asking them. Right. Right. Because like, why would you put that much work into it? Like, I mean, it's a nice thought. I do unfortunately need to see a picture of the painting. I know. I'm trying to scroll furiously to find it. Does Harley just sit like this often? Her face is like smushed up against the couch. Yeah. She likes to just be like in little corners and stuff. Harley is so sweet. The cats are being so sweet because you fed them early. I know. They're not being feral at all. But they will be feral around like nine probably really what time do they get most feral well they're crepuscular which means they are most active during dawn and dusk what is that i've never heard that before yeah that's the kind of animal isn't right now dusk yeah but i fed them early so they're kind of a bit off because they their whole thing is that they have to be in like a catch eat catch eat sleep situation so basically like you want to tire them out before they eat because it mimics like them actually going and hunting prey so they like so i try to feed them after they've been like playing with each other for a while or like i'll play with them and then i'll feed them and then they sneak right after they do sleep hi honey i think harley's just so happy like she's been so good she's been so i think she's really happy that 
you know, she came to you in the dream and you listened to her. I know. You I really did her listen vision. to her. I would do anything for her. She better not come to me in the dream and tell me to spend like $10,000 on her. Cause she's, I'll like, she's like, I need a cat bath. Literally. I need a Gucci sweater. <laughs> I need a Gucci <laughs> And I would be like, sweater. anything for you, princess. Do you have, do you feel like your dreams are like prophetic? Like, do you feel like they, they like tell you? Cause I have insane dreams that are just like, why the hell did I dream about that? Yeah. Well, here's the thing is that my friend Maddie goes to a, um, I think it's a Jungian um, mm. therapist, which I know you have beef with Jung. I don't I don't have beef with Jung. I just like I I don't know if his shit is like super effective for me personally. Sure. But she has like an incredibly active dream life. Like sometimes she like spends entire days like thinking about the dream that she just had. Wow. So they work a lot with her dreams and she like that's how she does her therapy. And it actually uncovers a lot of good stuff for her because it like there's different things that she's realized like represent stuff in her dream and like in her unconscious that helps her work through stuff. But I had like a very haunting dream that was very scary. And then I Googled like the omens and they were all terrible. Um, no, I think the thing is like usually you, it's just like your unconscious like underlying emotions, which for me is like pretty much always anxiety. So I'm just always having like anxiety dreams. Yeah, but I think it can be more specific. Like I had that dream, which basically in the dream, I was like in a house that like caught on fire and started sliding off its foundation into the water. <gasps> and then there were a bunch of other people in the house and except... I jumped out of the house and then the house crashed into the water and everybody like then I looked up and it was just bodies face down in the water oh of like God. everyone I know and love. Yeah, that's so like I woke up and I called. Yeah, but then I when I Googled it and it's like, oh, bodies in the water means like someone you love is going to die. And I was like, great. That's so not then, true. I don't believe I know. that. I don't, I don't believe, believe that either. That dreams like I think what it represents is that you have anxiety about losing people you love. Well, also, I called Maddie and like we were talking about it and it was like actually very true. Like what we figured out, which is first of all, she was like, well, the fact that you didn't die mean like that's a healthy conception of self that like you're not the one like dying and drowning in the water like Mm. you're away from it and like you have faith in your own stability but also I definitely like was in a period of feeling like not unstable but just like I wanted more of like a foundation like I was Mm. feeling just suddenly towards the end of my lease in my apartment I was feeling like really uncomfortable in my home I like really didn't like the space and also like I was being a little I needed some like paternal energy like in myself you know to just like sometimes you need someone to like crack the whip on you a little bit yeah um and so that I like connected that to like the house and the foundation and stuff. So it was helpful for me in that sense. Yeah, that's interesting. Have you had any dreams that you feel like symbolize anything for you? Mm. That are like serving hors d'oeuvres <laughs> at like an indoor gymnasium. Like I have like insane <laughs> dreams. No, truly mine's either one or the other. But I like sm- when I smoke weed, I don't really dream because it disrupts your REM cycles. So right. you don't really dream. So when I don't smoke weed, I have like, I do have insane dreams, but like usually they're just like really cursed. And I'm like, why did I dream that? So I try not <laughs> to think that like my dreams are predictive of anything. I don't think. But- yeah. But also speaking of like terrifying omens, when I moved into this apartment, there was a dead headless bird on the steps and then when i was moving my stuff from my old apartment like a mile away there was a dead headless bird by my car a cat has been there right which there are stray cats at both locations so that's the logical answer (laughs) but i googled it and it's like 
death in the family oh my and God. like it's like jesus fucking christ like, i feel like that's that. always the, i mean it can't be good but i'm a it's very a good omen i'm very superstitious so i feel like it's like a cat is leaving one place and coming to another place <laughs> it's like a journey of cats yeah that's true it's just about the cats yeah but wait what was i gonna say oh i ooh, near my near my garage and my apartment like there was like a bird that was like smashed into the ground ooh. and then like people kept running over it so it just got even more oh. smashed and then now it's like flat like like oh, no. literally parallel like with like you couldn't even scrape it off so oh, i'm like God. i don't know what to do about that like i'm not gonna like pick it up and like scrape it off the concrete like you know when i was a kid uh the the street that we lived on was like one of the first streets in the neighborhood like when people turned in off the highway so like they were going really fast so a lot of squirrels would get killed on my street and i would go out when i was like eight right, years old and you with, would bury them yeah with little plastic bags over my hands and bury them and that's like, so sweet of you hold a little seance for them i get like creeped out by stuff like that i'm kind of <laughs> like not looking like, looking away roadkill is yeah it's really nasty like the eyes are popping out and shit it oh. was not fun Ooh. But, you know, I was just like a deeply sensitive little kid who you were. was an only child with nothing to do. So. I was a deeply sensitive kid, too, but I... In the way that you didn't want to see the, the squirrel In the way that I all. didn't want to yeah. see the, the <laughs> busted squirrel. Yeah, super fair. But you were, you're more of a nature girl. Like, you were able to mm. kill chickens and stuff. Like, I couldn't do that. You don't think so? Absolutely not. I think... No. <laughs> I would rather become a vegetarian than kill a chicken. I just couldn't. Yeah. I mean, I was a vegetarian at the time that I killed the chicken. Yeah, of course you were. Which is, right. I really couldn't eat chicken for a solid year. But you know what was interesting is that like when I was practicing like mindful eating, sometimes I was thinking about eating meat and I was like, I feel like I can't practice mindful eating when I'm eating meat because like mm. then you have to think about like where it came from. And I'm like, I don't want to think about that. There's that John Lennon quote, like if slaughterhouses had glass walls, we'd all be vegetarians. I oh mean, my god true. wait i need to talk about this instagram account that i'm obsessed with and that i want to model my life after yeah tell me about it it's young kombucha 420 and she makes the most beautiful food in the entire world and it really is inspiring you to cook more and to use more spices oh, she makes a lot of that. cakes but like her food is really really beautiful like if you scroll down oh, i'm just obsessed with with the account and i'm obsessed with the food and it all looks like beautiful and amazing really and she's very talented and it makes you want to cook more you should cook. you posted something that looked very delicious thank you yeah i love molly baz's cookbook but um yeah if you want good food instagram food instagram accounts to follow follow young kombucha for 20 also follow at i must go grocery shopping and also eat people with kindness those are my faves love that yeah we should cook a recipe together sometime yeah let's cook together i need to have you and like the boys and stuff over for well that I'll would have be my, so fun i'll have my housewarming soon enough you should then we'll you all be over housewarming yes anyway guys we love you sorry for this disjointed episode we had multiple <laughs> interruptions throughout the episode yeah we were having a journey we were having we hope a journey you like this if you have other reddit subreddits that you want us to check out honestly would love that too would love. i want to know other funny subreddits that we could review yeah me too we love you very much love you and we'll talk to you later bye, bye. We hope you enjoy your stay.